Good morning. We're glad to have you join us for this week's broadcast. As always, we pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. Our scriptures coming from the book of 2 Kings, beginning in chapter 1, verse 1. The Bible says, Then Moab rebelled against Israel after the death of Ahab. And Azahiah fell down through Lattice in his upper chamber that was in Samaria, and was sick. And he sent messengers and said unto them, Go inquire of Beelzebub, the god of Ekron, whether I shall recover of this disease. But the angel of the Lord said, Elijah the Tishbite, Arise, go up to meet the messengers of the king of Samaria, and say unto them, It is not because there is not a god in Israel that ye go to inquire of Beelzebub, the god of Ekron. Now therefore, thus saith the Lord, Thou shalt not come down from that bed on which thou hast gone up, but shalt surely die, and Elijah departed. And when the messengers turned back unto him, he said unto them, Why are ye now turned back? And they said unto him, There came a man up to meet us, and said unto us, Go, turn again unto the king that sent you, and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Is it not because there is not a god in Israel that thou sendest to inquire of Beelzebub, the god of Ekron? Therefore thou shalt not come down from that bed on which thou art gone up, but thou shalt surely die. And he said unto them, What manner of man was he? which came up to meet you and told you these words. And they answered him, He was a hairy man and girt with a girdle of leather about his loins. And he said, It is Elijah the Tishbite. We've been looking at Elijah the last few weeks, and we've seen Elijah go through many things. We've seen Elijah pray that it would not rain, and it didn't rain for the course of three and a half years. We've seen Elijah learn a lot by the babbling brook that dried up. We've seen him stay at the widow's house. We've seen him come back and call fire down from heaven in that great contest between the 450 prophets of Baal and God as he mocked them as they tried and they danced and put on a huge show and they could not get any results he said perhaps your god is gone on a journey perhaps he can't hear or cry louder i'm not recommended that you start mocking other people but that is what elijah did and then he went and he prayed after israel repented after he had slew the 450 prophets of baal he went and prayed and his servant went and looked seven times until they seen a cloud until the rain had come what a man he was last week we looked if you listen to the broadcast we looked at the running prophet as jezebel threatened him and he ran and he asked god to take his life to let him die we've seen him defeated but we've seen him come back to god and this week in second kings chapter one we see the restored prophet he had already come back and he had already condemned king ahab for letting Jezebel use his seal and kill a man so he could take his vineyard. He'd come back in boldness. Here he comes back in boldness, and he asked the messengers of King Azahiah as they go to ask the prophets of Baal, as they go to find out if he's going to survive after this, this fall, he asked them, is there not a God in Israel? Why are you going and asking this false god if you're going to survive when there is a true and living god that can answer the question and as they go god has told elijah to meet them and he meets them and he tells them to go back and ask him why have you done this and tell him that he is 
not going to live. And as they get back, they get back too soon. And the king asks, what manner of man is this? This is where we're going to start today looking at number one, the manner of man. Now, what type of man, what the king is asking, what type of man was this? I want to ask you, what type of man is Elijah? In 1 Kings 17, we see he is a praying man. As he prays, it will not rain. He also prays for the widow's son's life to be restored. In 1 Kings 18, he is a powerful man as he prays fire down from heaven to consume the bird offering. By the end of 1 Kings chapter 18, we realize he is a persistent man as he prays and his servant looks seven times until he sees a cloud and knows rain is coming. James 5.17 tells us he was a passionate man. Elijah was a man subject to like passions as we are. If you look at the 1828 Webster's Dictionary, you find out at that time passion means to be extremely agitated. The word I used here, passionate, means easily moved to anger, easily excited or agitated by injury or insult. That's not what we first think of when we think about someone being passionate, when we think about someone being of light passions, but this is what the Word of God is saying. He was easily moved. Now we see Elijah, we see him moved in anger when he prayed. It would not rain because he was sick of Israel worshiping the false god Baal. We see him moved in compassion as he stayed with the widow and God provided him for both as he prayed for the son who had died to have his life restored. We even see him moved by fear and extreme exhaustion and loneliness when Jezebel threatens him and he takes his eyes off God and he forgets what God has done, what God can do. He was moved when moved by God and led by God. God can do mighty things for us. There's times whenever a man should be easily moved. There is a time when a man should be easily led and there's a time when a man should take a stand. When led by God, he was a purposeful man as he stood against false idols. In 1 Kings 21, he was purposeful as he told King Ahab the truth after Jezebel had murdered Naboth, acting under the king's authority, using his seal so King Ahab could have the vineyard. Naboth refused to sell to him. I want to ask you this morning, the soldiers may not have truly known what manner of man they were dealing with, but there was enough of the touch of God on him. They turned back at his words, but I want you to see King Azahai. He knew what manner of man this was. And I want to ask you this morning to ask yourself if the King's soldiers met you this morning, August, well, it's August 13th when I preach this message. I'm not sure what the date's going to be when it airs, but August 13th, 2023, whatever morning this is, if the king met you this morning if somebody met you this morning what manner of man or woman would they say you are what does the world say you are do they do the ones at work say you're a praying man do they say you're a persistent man do they say you have the power of god all over you i'm not talking about the ones at church i'm not talking about just your family your immediate family but even your outside family and you go to a family reunion when you go to work at the cooler do you talk the same as everybody else or do you talk like a godly man do you have a testimony of a man that stands for god do you have a testimony of a passionate man 
passionate for God, passionate for the things of God. When you show up at church on Sunday morning, when the Holy Spirit moves, are you easily moved? Or are you just sat there like a knot on a log, not understanding, not realizing what's going on? I hope that the Spirit moves you. When you have something in your heart that shouldn't be there, something in your life that you shouldn't have, and the Holy Spirit deals with you, I ask and I pray, are you easily moved? Are you passionate? Are you of like passion such as Elijah? I hope and I pray that you are. What manner of man are you? But I want us to look now at verse number 9. I want us to look at the master of the man. Verse number 9 says, Then the king sent unto him a captain of fifty with his fifty, and went up to him, and behold, he sat on top of a hill, and he spake unto him, The man of God, the king hath said, Come down. And Elijah answered and said to the captain of the fifty, If I be a man of God, then let fire come down from heaven and consume thee and thy fifty. And there come down fire from heaven and consumed him and his fifty. And again, he sent unto him another captain of fifty with his fifty, and he answered and said unto him, O man of God, thus hath the king said, Come down quickly. And Elijah answered and said unto him, If I be a man of God, let fire come down from heaven and consume thee and thy fifty. And the fire of God came down from heaven and consumed him and his fifty. Verse 10 and verse 12, Elijah said, If I be a man of God, I want you to notice he didn't say, I be a man of God. He said, If. I be a man of God. And I want you to know, we talked about what man says you are, but what really matters is what does God say you are? Because God knew what kind of man Elijah was. God knows what kind of man or woman you are this morning. Psalms 44, 21 says, Shall not God search this out? For he knows the secrets of the heart. God says in Jeremiah 23, 24, Ken, any hide himself in secret places that I shall not see him. Do I not feel heaven and earth, saith the Lord? Do I not go everywhere? Do I not know everything? God this morning knows if you're a prayerful man. He knows if you're a faithful man or woman. He knows if you're a man or woman that's easily touched, easily moved by God, or he knows if you're a man or woman that's easily touched, easily swayed by the things of the world. He knows if you're a persistent man, if you're the type of person that prays, if your prayer life is faithful and you pray until God does what you've prayed for him to do, until he answers the prayer according to his will, he knows if you're the type of Christian that stays in your prayer closet and prays, if you're the Christian that stays and studies the word of God, God knows just as he knew Elijah was truly a man of God, he knew Elijah's righteousness better than these 50 and their 50s that come after him. God knows. I want you to look at the third company that come and he sent verse number 13 of the chapter one and he sent again a captain of the third 50 with his 50 and the third captain of 50 went up and came and fell on his knees before Elijah and besought him and said unto him, O man of God, I pray thee, let my life and the life of these fifty thy servants be precious in thy sight. Behold, there came fire down from heaven and burned up the two captains of the former fifties with the fifties. Therefore, let my life now be precious in thy sight. And the angel of the Lord said unto Elijah, Go down with him, be not afraid of him. And he arose and went down 
with him unto the king. What a different way this man approached Elijah. He reproached him with respect. The first one approached him in pride. Man of God, the king has said, the one that we believe to really be in power, come down. And Elijah answered and said, If I be a man of God, let fire come down from heaven. The second one said, said the king has said, Come down quickly. Come down quickly. And Elijah prayed the same prayer, but this third one, he come in humility. He come in humbleness. Could you imagine being asked to do this job after the first 50 and the second 50 it had already perished after God had already called down fire? He come with a little bit of respect. He come with a little bit of respect. He said, hey, I, I'm just coming to do a job. Let my life be precious in thy sight. And God told Elijah to go. And he went down to the king's house and he showed up at the king's house in verse number 16 and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, for as much as thou hast sent messengers to inquire of Beelzebub, the God of Ikron, it is not because there is no God in Israel to inquire of his word. Therefore thou shalt not come down off that bed on which thou art gone up, but thou shalt surely die. So he died according to the word of the Lord, which Elijah had spoken. He said, is there not a God in Israel? Is there not a real God for you to ask? The king had sent the armies. He wanted... He wanted him to come in as a high. Wanted Elijah to come in. He wanted him to tell him. He wanted him to tell him that he would live. He wanted him to change his prophecy to change what he had said. But you've got to realize something. Elijah just told the truth. He told nothing but the truth. He couldn't change what God had said. He told him what God had said. He said in verse number six, "You're going to die, King." And verse 16, he said, you're going to die, king. God's word didn't change. Elijah couldn't change God's prophecy. All he could do was tell the truth. I want you to remember this morning, we have an unchanging truth as well. We have the gospel, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, and that will not change. We have a Savior that came to seek and to save sinners that paid it all on Calvary. We can't get there by works. The only way we can ever get there is accepting Christ. Let's make a commitment this morning. Let's make a commitment to tell the truth. To tell the truth that is found in God's word. That unchanging truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. God bless.